0: Yo, what's going on, everyone? This is Joe Manboo from Let's Be Real SportsCast. I'm here with my big dog.
1: Big Sherm, sure I'm here for you, my people. Shaved head and all.
0: Word, right? Looking like Carl Malone. You know. What I'm Without the beard. Circa two thousand and <laughs> <laughs> two thousand and two, and yo. Oh my God. Uh <laughs> What's going on, man? How you doing today? Happy Memorial Weekend. I know the world is uh, not. There's not much going on, but uh, you know you can still. Everything's enjoy the world. frozen. Everything is frozen. That's a great movie, one and two.
1: And we can't oh. let it go.
0: We, <laughs> okay, that was a good follow-up. Let man. it go. That was a good follow-up. All right, everyone uh so this episode is called aftermath of the last dance um obviously i wanted to do this episode a little bit different um for the past four weeks we've been covering the last dance documentary and we've been we've been doing it by the episodes but nine and ten wasn't so much it it wasn't that much interesting because we kind of knew where it was going to go um what I kind of wanted to uh talk about though in this episode was the aftermath because you know, you got a prolific docuseries like The Last Dance, there's going to be some people that it upsets, uh, there's, there's going to be some people who it praises, and there's going to be some uh animosity, and there's going to be things that you uncover later and you articles and uh, you watch uh, videos that. Uh, people weren't favorable. So I just want to talk about that a little bit. And uh, Sherman, I'll let you start. I mean, the document, was, I mean, 9 and 10, and then what they showed
1: on Wednesday night, the replay of the um game six of the 98 finals. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it was all anticlimactic because we already knew what happened, but it gave you mm-hmm. an insight into it, just, it's in the moment. Yeah. And, and let you, it lets you become part of the moment. Like,
0: it was but like it an, an like, instructional video,
2: <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. You know, and plus, Game Six, me watching it from when I was a kid, because I was a preteen when I, when, when, when finals, when that finals happened. Yeah, it was like watching a movie within a movie within a movie. Yeah, it was a movie because Game Six was like, oh, sh-. it was like, oh shit, the Jazz might really push these dudes to Game Seven. Yeah, they really might, they really might push these dudes to Game Seven and really have Jordan in the situation. He's only been in. Since
0: um in the Indiana series. Yeah, that was you know what though? Watching that uh kind of made me realize I, I totally forgot about that '98 Eastern Conference Finals. And when I hear Jalen Rose and Reggie Miller talk about it, even Bird, because Bird was the head coach. I was like, listen, man, this this uh this dynasty could have ended right there. They had him all no it wasn't, it wasn't ninety eight, it was ninety seven, I'm sorry. What was it? Oh, yeah, sure. You yeah. got
1: damn son. run live Runs TV,
0: out. bro. It's all right, man. damn. You know the rules, you know, the rules. but um, yeah, that Eastern Conference finals, man. Uh, I realized it could end right there that game seven, right? And um, listen, there was like Episode nine to me has some crazy stuff with like the the flu game, which we found out is now the food poisoning game. You Listen, know, there,
1: he was sick. I don't. It was food poisoning. It was whatever. He was sick. He ain't look right.
0: He, he definitely didn't. He didn't they, at all.
1: People said he was gambling. They said he was gambling out there. Probably. What I mean, he
0: was gambling and drinking
1: and, and, and all that stuff. But yeah. I, I mean. I don't know if there's many casinos in Utah. They, they say there's not a lot of stuff in Utah. I've never been to Utah, but
0: on, hey, maybe. Is, but
1: something was wrong with Jordan, definitely.
0: Yeah, we. It's, it's the pizza. food Poisoned pizza.
1: Well, they say. Well, they say. They say they debunked. and they say it's not true. So what the hell was it then? He, he, he did ain't look right.
0: Was there people saying that it wasn't the pizza? People after, say it, after the documentary or what yeah, was? they say
1: it, it wasn't pizza. It wasn't poisoned pizza. or Nothing like that. Oh
0: well, five. So delivery. what the hell was, Five Absolutely. delivery guys. That's a uh, that's, that's kinda... a lot of people
1: deliver one goddamn
0: motherfucking on pizza. Yeah. So my I... listen, from I'm gonna take the documentary as it is, uh, because listen, that's what they put, and I know J- Jordan had the green light a lot of this, and that was kind of the about your time with your wife that you got your three kids with and compare them to your new wife who you got two kids with like nobody did that so it's like yo jordan let's relax a bit you know what i'm saying but
1: but, but in the time he was trying to get him to focus jordan was about pure winning that's what his that was and he said t- 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 all the time
0: his See, i think was it took winning. a toll i think it took a toll on him right like to be such a great one it's cool and all but i think him wanting to win so much took a piece of his soul because he wasn't empathetic at all. I mean, the most no. empathetic. Yeah, he wasn't. The most empathetic he was, was to Gus. And that's because Gus was like a father figure to him, right? Gus mm-hmm. was the head of the security team for the Chicago Bulls while Michael Jordan was playing. And during that season where Jordan injured his, uh, I think he broke his, his foot or his leg, uh, you know, he was Gus, there every day, yeah, Gus made sure he, he looked out for him and, um, like, it, it was just like, you know, and Steve Kerr talked about it a little bit. Like, they never talked about their fathers. You, you know, Steve Kerr, he, uh, his, his father passed away. Uh, and, you know, overseas. Jordan. Yeah, overseas and Jordan's as well. And they never really talked about it. It was one of those things where it was like, yo, you really couldn't open up to Jordan. To the part, it was so weird when Jordan won his first championship and his teammates saw him crying. It was like, it was like it was it was crazy to even... Think that he can have that emotion because they just thought he was just about this one thing, you know. But, and I was just winning.
1: But 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 it was about what he went through when he won the championship in the first place.
0: Yeah.
2: He had gone
1: through Detroit two to three years of just being beaten, beaten, and beaten, and beaten. Yeah. Mental grind for, for for Jordan, and when he finally got past the Pistons, the Lakers were easy.
0: And yeah, that, they they what they beat him in five right? Five games. Yeah.
1: Jordan had a spectacular moment, and that's what started to grow the legend.
0: Yeah. You know? Oh, let me see. Let me see these comments. Who's saying something? Who's saying something? Mm, Okay. I got to go on the page. (laughs) Come on. Yo, my bad. My bad, man. Okay. 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 (laughs) I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, But that's the thing. Uh, Hold on. No, I'm not saying anything. Am I bugging? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Marcus Brady said, bitch, snitch. He also, <laughs> said 100- he also said, I 100% agree. Listen, yeah, man. Like, listen, Jordan was great. But that nigga ain't give a fuck about nobody but himself. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the problem. Even in this documentary, it's like... When Jordan teared up, it was about guys not appreciating the way that he approached the game every day. Well, not the game, but the um his mindset on how to drive his teammates to be better, right? Uh like they said they won and winning cures all. But and, the problem, yeah, go they, ahead. Go but ahead.
2: but
1: they also said it helped even though he was a jerk, he was he he, he did all these things, it it to your point, it helped them win and you 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 can't replace that yeah but but in the background like damn did he really have to go through all that it, it, it's like a it's like a catch 22 almost like did you really have to go through it but when you, when you, but when you went through it it's like damn we reached the height we reached the pinnacle of our goal yeah so so, so it's kind of tough and at that time like i said so if this was a social media era back then they would have killed jordan
2: yeah they definitely they would
1: have killed. killed jordan <laughs> Every step of the way, the way they kill LeBron now, but not for him being a bad teammate, but for the winning and not the one not winning and all that type of stuff. But yeah, it, it, but you get what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things, man. I know Twitter must have had a field day with the five weeks of this documentary, right? Mm-hmm. Coming from like Jerry Krause and how he prematurely broke up that team. Uh, freaking Rodman going to be a wrestler in the midst of a finals.
1: finals. Hey, baby, I remember watching
0: you that. That was, that was that was
1: coolest shit, man. You know what yeah. I'm
0: saying? He wanted Rodzilla. With... Yeah, Rodzilla and all that. So bashing, Scotty... DDP.
1: bashing DDP in the back with a chair, smoking Listen, a cigar. Right
0: I, after, I hated NWO. Diamond Dallas Page was my guy, man. Yeah, yeah. that was my guy, but. Yeah, so I mean, Twitter must have had a field day, and it was definitely, definitely funny to, to just to see the interactions between the other players. Like what I, what I uh, peeped was how professional um, Isaiah Thomas was when it came to calling the games alongside Bob Costas that Jordan played. In. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He didn't let the, he didn't let the, um,
1: the animosity of, of the, of, of the rivalry. Yeah.
0: Getting- yeah, to, the, the, to the commentary yeah the rivalry the dream team snub like he didn't let that filter into his work so i i, I definitely I, I definitely appreciated isaiah
2: too i, I, uh, I was that. like
1: i was like damn is he gonna slip like back then i, I didn't know but like looking back on then i'm like damn is he gonna slip up and say it was he gonna sit there and be a little petty on the side yeah. of it but he wasn't he kept it real cool yeah, real he, professional and he just yeah. forward. go forward and he, and he and he called it right down the middle
0: yeah, he definitely did, and I respect Isaiah for that because it's easy to get caught up in your feelings like most of this generation does, but uh, he kept it professional. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about, because we are talking about the aftermath, so we're not going to talk so much about the episode, was uh, just the Bulls players' reaction, right? Um, especially Horace Grant, and that was the thing. There yo. was some, <laughs> Yo, there were some things where freaking Jordan said, when he talked about the the book came out by Sam Smith and the Jordan Rules, and he was like, it was Horace Grant. Or there was times where he talked about his rookie season when he was like, women, coke, weed, guys drinking. And the Craig Hodges looking at him like, Damn, bro! I got a whole family. Like I know it was thirty plus years ago, but you want to throw me under the bus, man? Or even when he was in the locker room with Harper and Pippen, and they was getting dressed, and he was talking about the coaches giving them, giving them uh, cigarettes uh, at halftime, or drinking a whole half a case of beer, a whole case, uh, six pack of beer, and I'm like, Uh... damn, damn, Jordan, like you just. This shit just comes off easy to you, don't it? Like this is the ultimate snitch shit. And um, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So
1: this episode should be called snitches get stitches, I, I guess?
0: Well, listen, Jordan is untouchable, so that's one snitch who ain't never getting a <laughs> stitch. Unless you the unless you the Indiana Pacers, which you know Jordan alluded to in that doggy running man. That shit was always a battle with them Davis brothers. You had your Hall of Famer and Reggie Miller, Smith, that Rich Smith. Mitch Rich You know what I'm saying? You had the point man and Mark Jackson, and Jalen
1: Rose, a young Jalen you know, Rose.
0: Yeah, young Jalen Rose. They had a real chance to beat the Bulls in that Game Seven. But listen, man, that Black Cat. You know Jesus, Black <laughs> Jesus. You know what I'm saying? He just listen. He, he when you get water. Oh.
1: And he did not call him. I don't. He did not call himself so Black Jesus. These were the players around. No, didn't he him. didn't.
0: No, Jordan never called himself Black Jesus.
1: These were the players, to, like because they were so amazed at how he played. Like they've never seen him for that time for that yeah. era. He was yeah. doing things like, like how is he doing this? How is he? Do, he was so athletic, so yeah, so smooth what, with it. You know, yeah, I
0: think Jordan's vert was like a forty-six. I may be wrong, but I think his vert was like a forty-six. So. Yeah, Jordan could definitely walk on water for sure. You know.
1: Moses.
0: Ain't no doubt about it. He parted the
1: Red Sea and all that.
0: He definitely did. So my thing is, man, like, how do you feel? Like now that the documentary is done, like, what do you want? What questions did it answer for you or didn't didn't answer for you? It didn't
1: answer we knew what it was already. Yeah. It just shined the light on the things we always had questions about. Yeah. How things went, you know the Scott Burrell thing. I didn't know he was dogging him like that.
2: He was like, do- he was dogging. Like,
1: look, we would have been fighting at some point. At some Scott point,
0: was such a nice guy,
1: right? Uh, see, and people will say he knew who to do it to.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely. He knew think, who uh, to do it to. Yeah. I
1: don't think you're doing that to Oakley. Well, b- b- back then, Oakley and then was like on the like in the same class and all that, so it really didn't come off that way.
0: Yeah, well, Oakley was Oakley was this guy. So when they made that trade, um, when they made that trade, uh, I think it was for Will Purdue. I'm not too sure. I may be wrong, but when they made that trade, Jordan was pretty upset. But it opened up the floor. Um, but go ahead, continue.
1: But but for me, like, like we knew about the sneakers, how he transcended the league, and, yeah. like, it really didn't. It really like he's the Babe Ruth of basketball. Yeah. But it, it, it. That's how simply you can put it. This is put a rubber stamp on it, and then you you hear that younger players, today's players, were watching this and are, and have been inspired by this.
0: Yeah, of course, definitely. I mean, they've been, yeah,
1: they've been inspired by this, and they want to go out there and have that same type. Of, well, not the whole, you know, fuck you, hoe, and all this stuff type of stuff he was Sorry. talking about.
2: <laughs> I don't, Yo, I don't but know that... About all that i was like damn
0: yo after after uh after the 98 loss to the pacers i think it was larry bird he met jordan in the in the hallway oh, wait. said fuck you bitch I was, I was like god Jeez. damn this this just must be the exchange at the time of the nba because this <laughs> shit was crazy you know
1: but I mean, that's I mean, that's how it was in that era of basketball. That's how it was. You know, they were trapped, but they were still cool. Well, some of them were still cool, I guess. Yeah. You know? But th- that was the of the time. But the the Jordan documentary, but like I said, it
0: basically it was a Jordan documentary. You it, like,
1: it basically was. Yeah. It, it was a Jordan documentary in a sense. It's yeah. the last. That's with Phil and, and 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 Phil was the only man to keep this thing all together. He does have yeah. he does have love for Phil Jackson too. He has much love for Phil Jackson. No, he
0: does. He does. Look at Phil Jackson. And that's that was the thing too. Not so much man. for the,
1: for Jerry Krause, but hey, you know, when you no, try to destroy something that that you know they helped build and worked so hard and was underpaid for for all that time, I guess you yeah. would have some animosity and stuff of that nature.
0: But that was the thing, though. Jerry Krause was like fawning over players when you had this championship dynasty. You know, he was fawning over Dan Marley. He was fawning over uh, who coach. Tony Kukoc, you know. What I'm the left-handed
1: Magic Johnson, and, and and of course that rubbed them the wrong way. I mean, yeah. rubbed, like how am I? How am I here? I'm doing everything. I'm winning you championships. I'm being We're, we're all being successful as a team.
2: Yeah.
1: And you're usually just gonna sit here and parlay this guy, who has never really hasn't proven anything yet on on our stage, and say, yeah. hey, give him the chosen one.
2: Yeah. Listen. You know, you know who that
1: I- part.
0: You know yeah, you are right about that. You know who I feel really bad for though? In this whole documentary after the Who's after that Scotty Pippen, man. Let me tell you
1: something. Listen, what's docu- documented what's documented? He went out with a migraine in game 7. He couldn't play.
0: I mean, not even but it's doc- but
1: it's documented. You can't yeah. be mad at what's documented on camera.
0: Listen, my thing is Jordan calling himself. Is, now, there was one misstep that I didn't care for that Pippen did make, and that was in the game three oh. against oh, bad the bad. Knicks, right, where he chose – where Tony Kukoc – there was a play draw for Tony Kukoc, and Pippen was a little bit upset because, you know, Jordan had left, and, you know, Pippen is the man now, but they're still he, playing he, he, committee he, basketball. He thought
1: yep. this was his moment, though. That's what yeah. – the thing behind it, yeah. He thought this was his moment. of so like, alright, I'm gonna get the rock now. I'm gonna show that I can be just as clutch as Mike. And then yeah. when, when Phil said it's for Tony, he sat down. And I, yeah. I said it. I said it last week. I said it was that's the biggest mistake. You cannot quit on your teammate in any way, shape, or form of that nature. Stay yeah, in the court. Be a damn decoy if you have to.
0: But you can't sit down and quit. Yo, and that was the crazy thing. So the flu game, right? Like, and that's, yo, Mike is, like, Mike is so dope. Because in the flu game, like, he was sick. And he, he was just like, yo, you know what? Like, if anything, I could be the decoy. Like, it, it was a pivotal game five, right, in Utah. And he was like, he was so sick that he told Phil, he's like, yo, if anything, I could be used as a decoy. And, like, people don't understand how powerful that is because, for the most part of his career, Michael Jordan is like, "Yo, I'll do anything to win. Like, I want to be the guy that 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 brings us there." But late in his career, after he won a couple of champ, you know, a couple after championships the first, after the first repeat, after the first repeat, like he started trusting tr- other guys. You know what I mean? Steve Kerr was one of them. Dennis Rodman, we found out we he trusted him. But, you know, after Scotty missed the thirty five games right due to due to his injury because he wasn't fucking up his summer just like he said. Uh, so Jordan trusted his teammates. I mean, then you have some of that in the first three P, where he trusted John Paxson. But it was just like, just the, uh, t- just the detail that he has to the game, which he knew like Byron Russell played on his toes, so he yes, knew how uh, to attack him. He, you know, earlier in the uh, in the series against Utah uh John Stockton came and stole the ball and he knew that that's something that could be done again so he talked to Kerr uh you know he talked to Kerr in that point and he hit that shot and it was it's just crazy so we we all know that Mike is a great player the only thing that I have a problem with this whole documentary is the spilling of the beans right especially by Mike right like I would have felt like they interviewed Horace. They interviewed Scottie, Will, uh, Bill Bill Wennington. What I would have liked to see is some, some stuff from Luke Longley. Uh, a little bit more from... I, I like the stuff from they, Dennis Rodman. They,
1: they didn't want to do it.
0: Some no, I didn't know. Want to do it. Yeah, and I understand that. I mean, uh, I,
1: they, they tried to contact Carl Malone, and Carl Malone said, he's not doing it. Why are you going to do it for? But it, it surfaced a couple of days ago as I'm talking about Game 6 and what happened. And he said to a man, yeah. listen... I lost Game Six, you know. I stand as a, he said. I stand as a man. We lost it as a team, and he said he was never enamored with with. Oh my God, it's Michael Jordan? Cause, yeah, because Carmelo said he was a bad motherfucker too, and he was. He was he was a bad motherfucker too. Yeah, he he was out there putting up twenty five and ten year after year after year. Yeah, and he he said he was playing the Chicago Bulls, not yeah. Michael Jordan.
0: Yeah, and that's you know? listen, and, and I you respect and talk... I respect that. Yeah. If you want to beat Michael Jordan, you can't look at him as the holy grail of the league, right? Like, like Jesus. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you kind of just got to be in the present and be in now. And, um, I mean, Utah did that except for that one game. They got blitzed off the fucking map,
2: 96
1: to 54. A 42-point defeat. I've never seen nothing like that. Yeah, I haven't seen that, nice Well, uh, until the Lakers, until the Celtics beat the Lakers, kind of like that.
0: Yeah, but listen, I I, I felt bad for Scotty. My whole thing, I felt bad for Scotty. Um, I didn't like, I didn't care for how Jordan threw on the p- people under the bus. I wasn't a fan of that. Uh, you know,
1: you, you know what I can like. Jordan's like Kanye in a the sense. Okay, like he's a he's a Kanye's a musical genius, a producer, super super producer, could produce his ass off. But he just says some shit and does things like like why. In this in this documentary, as people looking at it, I was saying like Jordan, why?
2: Yeah,
1: why 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 dog Scottboro? I like you. We understand why he why kind of why he did what he did. We were like, damn, you could have did another way.
0: I mean, I think that's just his personality, man. I I think Jordan's not doing any harm. I think Jordan's like this is you know thirty plus years, well, twenty five plus years in the past, and like it doesn't. It doesn't hold any water now, right? These mm-hmm. are mis- these are mistakes that men made back then, and, and, you learn, and you And you're
1: supposed to learn from them.
0: Yeah, you're supposed to learn from them. But man, I for I surely felt bad for some dudes who was probably sitting next to their wife on that. guy to some shit. Got
1: to explain some shit.
0: Yeah, or they kids, like some kids, they something like I ain't listening. You you doing cocaine? You know, I'm saying '84. Like I ain't listening to you. You telling uh, me uh, not to uh, smoke weed, you uh, co uh, like Jesus <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yes. Well, no, well, I'm joking around. But listen, <laughs> there's probably some real conversations happening like that. You know what I'm saying? Um but uh, let's oh, talk- yeah, go also, ahead. Go also, ahead.
1: before we continue, RIP to Jerry Sloan, one of the yes,
2: most yes.
1: hard-nosed coaches in the history of the league. When I was growing up, I seen him coach the Utah Jazz. For the, for that amount of time, and he was always in the playoffs, always had a shot. He was hard as nails, but yeah. he, he respected his players. You never heard one bad thing about Jerry Sloan. Mm. I never Dar- heard
0: Dar- Dar- bad Dar- about Williams. Him. Darren Williams, Darren no, Williams had a he, lot of No, no,
1: no. No. About no, no, no. Darren Williams forced that man to retire.
2: Because he did. There was
1: no problems before that.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: You never heard even Shandy Anderson. How? How? Isley? All these? All? All these guys never had a problem. Stopped them. They never had a problem. You mean to yeah. tell me Derrick Williams come on the scene now, and all of a sudden Jay Sloan just gone? That's true. Come on now.
0: Do you but, think? Yeah. No, no,
1: uh,
0: do you think the Bulls would have captured number seven? Remember that was a lockout season. And that was.
1: And and now if if we, if you're just gonna say that, he would have faced Tim Duncan.
0: Jordan had an injury though. He he had a, yeah, he had a finger injury, and in oh, Jordan was uh, going
1: to play through that. Come on, stop it.
0: Where, no, I'm just saying he cut <laughs> his hand on a cigar, and I get it.
1: Well, you obviously you know about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know about that, but I cut my hand a few times on a cigar cutter. But I'm like, saying... not like Jordan though, because that nigga had a really ha- bad habit of smoking cigars. <laughs> All right.
1: and I, and, sir, during, during his career, he was, he had one. He had one right there, son.
0: I get it. It's it's relaxing, bro. I get it. Like, I I totally get it. Like, (laughs) anytime Jordan had a cigar, I wanted one. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, them shits are relaxing. I know, you know, he had Jordan must have had the creme de la La creme cigars. You know what I'm saying? So I get it, man.
1: He had to pay for it. Like, yo, let me get that right there. Boom, boom, boom.
2: Yeah. It's all
1: gravy. But back to your question the year, that year, Tim Duncan got into the league. Yeah. He was in the league. Yeah. And to me, that would have been a hell of a matchup.
2: Yes, the it Bulls was. Bulls
1: versus Tim Duncan, David Robertson, Sean Elliott versus versus those guys. I don't know, man. Mm. I'm not I'm gonna surprise the people. I think the dynasty would have ended at that point.
0: You think so? You ain't think they had yeah. I have a,
1: I have a high regard for Tim Duncan. And I didn't at first I didn't understand ball like I do now. Yeah. Who the hell was stopping Tim Duncan? Who was stopping David Robinson? And like it was like pick your poison. Yeah. I mean, you can have Pip guard Sean Elliott, but he's not really a true factor. You would have to have Pippen guard Tim Duncan, and he was going to be in no match.
0: Because, yeah.
1: because Pippen was their, their best defend- one of their best defenders. And Jordan wasn't gonna guard no goddamn Tim Duncan. Come
0: on. No, you know? he wasn't. He wasn't, man.
1: If Pippen would have been their best chance, and if Robin and if if, if they would have brought back Robin, maybe Robin would have had. Something, but Tim Duncan was on another level because he was beating the bricks off of Carl Malone.
2: Yeah, he did.
0: When he yeah. came
1: into the league. Fresh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he was well, beating the bricks of Carl. New generation of power forwards, man. I just want to say yeah. and,
1: and, and let me say this so, so people can hear me. The greatest power forward of his generation, Tim Duncan, a five time champion who was five and one five and one in the NBA finals.
2: Yeah.
1: He I, he, nearly, he nearly matched Jordan yeah six and oh yeah but thanks to ray allen jesus shuttlesworth that was not the case continue
0: yeah yeah i want to say this though this documentary uh before we go i want to say this this documentary has been very interesting uh good i can't wait to see what's the next one that's gonna be you know i'm waiting for the kobe documentary because that's gonna be better that's gonna be better than anything else in this planet it's coming
1: but uh They said they do one on Tom Brady, the fake goat, but I would not be watching that crap.
0: Yeah, you know.
1: I won't be going on the blog doing no thing on no Tom Brady, so don't even look for it.
0: Although, go ahead. Yeah, I'm even interested in LeBron James when he retires, so. So what's it going to be
1: about, three and
0: six? No, it would just be about his time in the league. You know, his first seven years of struggle, you know, his time in Miami. (laughs) And you know, you know his uh, his time with the Lakers. I mean, I think that's the best way to break it down. And you break down from him being in Akron. So, believe but, Land
1: is already done, right? Huh? But he, but he has Believe Land, does he not?
0: Yeah. yeah, he has Believe Land. Yeah, he does. That's probably what they should call it. But uh, I want to uh, thank uh, uh, yeah, also
1: the Bruce Lee. Please, please watch that. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys for tuning into another episode of Let's Be Real. We'll be covering some other topics. I'll figure it out during the week. Uh, since the last dance is over. If you have any questions and comments, make sure to hit us up at LBRStalk at gmail.com. Check our YouTube channel, just type in Let's Be Real Sports Cash. Spotify. Uh, yeah, Spotify. Make sure to check out uh the Facebook page, uh Let's Be Real or uh, LBRS Sports Blog where Big Sherm does a good job of uh, filtering in the in-between stuff in between episodes. And um, that's another one in the bag. You guys have a nice Memorial weekend. And uh, today's my birthday, bitches. Happy birthday, bro. All right, peace.